Hello and welcome to I Spit on Your Graves, the Halloween results edition. You are listening to me, Faye Ellis. You are also listening to Christopher Ellis. I'm not just Christopher. I'm not like Sting or Cher or Prince. Mercer is though. Yes, you are also listening to me, Mercer. Get mm-hmm. used to it. Bit aggressive? Yeah, I know, right? Don't be aggressive. Be aggressive. Be, be. be aggressive. <laughs> Anywho, um, how are we this week? Are we good? Yeah, very good, thank you. Yeah. Any, anything to report back? Have we seen anything? Watched anything? I watched um, A Carrier of the Dead. The what of the dead? Is it called Aquarium of the Dead? Yes, it is. Yes, I watched Aquarium of the Dead. And did it fill you with the joys of spring? It, it, do you know what? I didn't realise it was in the same universe as Zombies. And if I did, then I wouldn't have wasted my time. Uh, I did waste my time. And I felt like shit afterwards. And I felt violated. And it was terrible. Is Zombies like a cross between zombies and boobies? It's, no. a zoo, it's a zoo full of animals that are zombies. Oh, and right. Zoom, zoo, and zombies, zombies. <laughs> Thought it would tits. It'd be zoo, in that case, it'd be zombies. Um, and then I also actually finally watched uh, Book of Monsters. Oh, it's great, isn't it? It's actually so much more enjoyable than I thought it was going to be. So, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. Uh, I myself have still been delving into my trying to do anyway pre-1970s horror. Um, So I've watched the original House on Haunted Hill, which Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed. Um, Village of the Damned, which I really enjoyed. I know you watched The Bad Seed, which I'm hoping you really enjoyed. The Bad Seed is batshit. It's absolutely nuts. Like... I, from the description when I was going in, I thought, okay, yeah, I'm not even what to expect here. I see where this is going. The acting, the the side plots were just fucking crazy. I had a right time with it. I loved the bad seed. Good, good. Mm. I have pretty much fallen asleep through everything we've we've had on this week. There was one that I didn't like. Um, I can't even remember what it's called. Something like the haunted house or something. It was like a 1962 um, British film starring... It's the one with Frankie Avalon in it. Frankie Avalon in it, and I really didn't enjoy that. I thought that was boring as shit. And I'm pretty sure the film was just made to get Frankie Avalon in it because they were... Oh, was it pre-Greece? It is pre-Greece. It's like 10 years before Greece. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, no, maybe not then. Don't know why they got Frankie Avalon in it, but it's crap. I hated it. I was so bored. You didn't love Village of the Damned either. I liked Village of the Damned. You said you didn't care for it hugely by the end of it. No, the ending was an anticlimax. I thought the ending was dull as anything. And I said quite abrupt, but then the the ending of The Bad Seed as well was quite abrupt, I thought. Like you, you, you've gone the whole way through, and I, I don't want to ruin the ending for anybody who has seen it, but it, 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 you know what? It's been years. Fuck it. It's, <laughs> it's like 70 years old. I think if people haven't seen it by now. So she gets, she gets struck by lightning, doesn't she? And I'm like, oh, what a way to go. Which, which I then learned was with some gentle nudging, reminding that it is actually a metaphor for God. 
Like God killed her? Yeah, could be argued that way. Yes. Because she was a bad seed. Now I'm, get I'm looking at Mercer and it looks like he's got a filter on, but he doesn't have a filter on. It's Vanda right behind him. He has a dog on his head. He has a dog on his head. Yes. I have a dog that likes to sit on my shoulders. Uh, I don't know why. And he's not a tiny dog. Um, and he's very heavy. And I feel like he's going to snap my neck one day. Um, he's definitely an attention seeker. Whenever I'm doing anything, this is what he does. Like, he just jumps all over me. It's so difficult to work with. I feel like all your, all, all the chiropractor stuff you've done over the past few months as well is going to go down the drain. He's just going to mess up your... It was oh, quite... It's, it's cute, though. It's just like their owners, and it's like got slightly hyper bouncing around. Ours, likewise, is just asleep spread out across the entire cassette. So very much like his owners. Listen... I'm not, I know this in I know this in a podcast about dogs and pets, and I'm sorry for this. But you know when I'm like sat and I'm not working, if I'm just sat in the house watching tele, he just goes to sleep. The second I'm like sit at my computer or start talking to somebody, he's such an attention whore and he won't leave me alone. And like I said, he punches me in my head and he headbutts me. He, he really is. punches us. When we stop petting him, he'll reach out and punch us to pet him some more. And he also kicks you to get you off the settee so you can spread out. He will just sit there absolutely kicking fuck out of you until you move so he can spread out. I can't remember the last time I sat on my settee successfully for more than three minutes before I got booted off. But anyway, right. uh, that's what I've been up to. Chris, have you been up to anything? I've not been up to a great deal more because, to be fair, as I say, I've been sleeping through most of the film choices are pre-1970s. You went to the cinema? Right. I did go to the cinema. I went and saw Venom, Let There Be Carnage, which was really, really enjoyable. I, I really enjoyed the first Venom and the second one. If you enjoyed the first one, you'll love the second one. They don't have to do all the world building where Venom exists in the first place and they just dial everything up to 11. So all the effects, all the set pieces, all the comedy stuff they do with Venom, they just turn up a notch. And it's also got Rishi Smith as a priest in it. Is it a Rishi Smith? He's in it for about two. To be fair, the couple of minutes he's in it for is really good. It only takes a couple of minutes. <laughs> Woody Harrison, all equally great in it. Well, yeah, but if if you're a fan of the first one, then you won't be disappointed. Should you go watch the second one? Right, well, enough of our mumblings. Um, have we had any mumblings amongst the social meads? The social meads? Mm -hmm. Yes, we have had people come along the social meads. be fair, this one actually got a fair bit of feedback. For something that would have looked so one-sided, you would have thought that people wouldn't have actually felt the need to tell us what they were voting for or why. But thankfully they have, or else this would be a really, really short, short section and feedback from first, first time feedback, I think, from Kim Morrison. Have we had Kim give any feedback? I think we have. I, think I can't remember. At Wicked Sister 69. Sorry, Kim, if you have, and I've just forgotten. But she says, I adore Sinister, but I can't even remember it being set on Halloween. Yeah, that's maybe an issue. I was had the we, did, we did say that last time, though, that we didn't think it was set on Halloween. No, true. I was had to vote for my boy Michael Myers or my tattoo might jump on my body. I'm assuming it's Michael Myers one, not oh. just <laughs> Super Ted. <plus. laughs> 
But yeah, so that's... To be fair though, Kim has got a really unique frog tattoo. Fair enough. <laughs> you don't need to show it as fair because nobody else can see this. No. I... No, that's the thing. No, unless we're just going to start taking random body parts of listeners and just sticking them without their permission on our Twitter feed, then... The, the only reason I'm pointing it out is because when I heard about what it was, I didn't picture it to be what it was. It was something totally different, and it was majestic and magical. While you look for that, I'm just going to go, Karen, with the tweets. So Dan Pogmatic came to us with Halloween kickstarted an entire subgenre of horror, where there's a masterpiece in slow burn tension and eventual release, where there's not a single frame wasted. So that. Really disliked House of a Thousand Corpses when I saw it, but you may have convinced me to give it another go. So if nothing else, Mercer, you may have convinced Dan to actually go back and revisit House of a Thousand Corpses. Darren Gaskell, at Darren underscore Gaskell. Can I vote against Halloween? No, I can't. It's a masterclass in building tension. It's been imitated so many times, but never been bettered. They gave us an iconic villain, Scream Queen, and soundtrack. And I'm thinking this one's from Gorehound, but... I can't be sure because I've cut off his name. I can't hear his tweet. I do believe it is, though. If it isn't, then I'm sorry, Gorehound's taking credit for your tweet. But they've said, OK, I'm going with Halloween, which I first kind of saw via the Terran the Isles compilation as a very young lad. I like corpses, prefer Devil's Rejects, and Sinister was good for the jump scares, but it's babysitter murders all the way for me. Whoop. Whoop. And finally, last two. So Corpse Bride and OL underscore Kelly. I'm a huge fan of Sinister and House of Thousand Corpses, but it could only be the original Halloween for me. The tension, Halloween ambience, Jamie Lee Curtis, Donald Pleasance, and an introduction to the legend that is Michael Myers. And finally from Sandy at Sandy 75 Mars. However much I love Halloween, it's sinister all the way. That film gave me chills. Okay. So thank you everyone for your feedback. And that leads us into the all-important, most anticipated part of any results show, the one-star review. Now, this week we have a special guest from the 80s who... Uh, <laughs> what did they do? What didn't, what didn't they do? I don't, I don't want to shout about it. Uh, no, no. You don't want to sow some seeds or anything about them. Exactly. No. Where, where are they? Oh, yeah, they, they arrived. Yeah, they Fine, finally, they said they were going to turn up. Mm. We've only got Tears for Fears, the 80s stalwarts that they are. Who doesn't love their Tears for Fears? Love Tears for Fears. David Draymond from Disturbed asked if he could pop in a new Disturbed version of Shout, and I said, no, no, we've got Tears for Fears arriving. We don't want so, any of your fakey second-hand metal. music. Although Tears for Fears may have been heavily influenced nowadays by listening to the cover version, so maybe. I'd expect it to maybe sound like a cross between the two rather than one version or the other. Fair enough. Anyway, if the lads want to, if they're warmed up, I think they are. I think they're ready to take I think it. They're ready. I think they're ready to take you away. <coughs> That's them. Just getting warmed up. <laughs> Shit, shit, this film is shit. I gave it 30 minutes, now I'm done with it. So come on, go to write a review, so come on. 
in those dark times could barely even tell a soul but now online everyone really needs to know this one trick though that took you for a stupid boy say goodbye to it you shouldn't have to pay for shit. <laughs> shit, shit. You shouldn't have to shit, shit. Was that a fade out? They faded out. That was Beautifully. so <laughs> My God, I didn't realise you could do that just manually. <laughs> a live fade out. That's immense. I also love the fact that my dog was staring at my computer screen like someone was killing him. Willie also it? turned around. He, he also had a neb. Well, it's not often tears for tears rock up at your house. True, that is true. Yeah, they are in the uh, in the midst of gods. Yeah, go get yourself a cup of tea, lads. Go on, treat yourself. This ovens <laughs> are in the cupboard. Go, go wild. <laughs> Don't fall head over heels, though. Oh. <laughs> right. Who would like to go first for their one star? review then i'll go first purely because there weren't that many rage-filled ones for halloween if i'm quite honest it were more just commenting how boring it were because people watching it in 2008 and onwards and just thought it had aged terribly so there weren't that many however this was this was the best of a bad bunch this comes from crass action hero fantastic username that's a good name this did not work for me, and I'll tell you why. Let's discuss what we just saw. I, for one, did not care for it. <laughs> so, this is the original. I confess that till yesterday, I had not seen it, and finally did, and I couldn't believe what I saw. Halloween is supposed to be the horror slasher classic. Quite frankly, I do not understand what all the hype is about. This has to be one of the most overrated and boring movies, this side of The Shining and The Exorcist, Triple insult there, guys, by the way. There are many problems here, such as the opening scene of Myers killing someone. It had me rolling my eyes and laughing a bit. You always roll their eyes, don't they? Also, after 15 years in a mental hospital, how can Myers drive a car so nicely? He's been institutionalised since he was a child. Did he get his licence in the loony bin? Not PC. Also, in a slasher movie, why did it take forever for Myers to claim his first victim? This is supposed to be a horror, not constant teen chit-chat. I am with him on that one. And Myers has to be the most boring horror villain ever. No suspense or the least bit chilling at all. The last word, you ready? It's coming a pun. Are you ready for the pun? Knife, try, carpenter. How this became a classic is beyond me. I'll stick with a nightmare in Elm Street, thanks. Oh, I mean, we all love a nightmare in Elm Street, so you can't hate him for that. I like yeah. the fact that he's like, oh, it takes forever for someone to die and then it's like and there's no suspense that's how you build suspense by holding <laughs> off with it the is, killing it is a universally asked question though as to how michael myers is able to drive a car yeah but he says it in the film Loomis says it in the film he said basically someone must have taught him and he's like someone must have taught him yeah yeah but it's, it's like, like, teaching. like someone must have taught him be fair, it's one of the things if we start picking at threads like that then well, so then we, there's no, there's no point with most of the films we discuss. 
it would no. just be logical that if somebody was teaching him to drive, he might try and kill them. That's all, because that's his nature. Is it though? Is it? Yeah. We don't know how he reacts to the service industry. <laughs> and it's only his nature on Halloween. So there's like 364 days in the year that he's not going to kill people. I wonder if he tips well. <laughs> you don't tip a driving instructor. Not a driving it's service industry. I'm talking about if he goes to a restaurant or something. I'm wondering if he leaves a generous tip. I reckon he leaves just the tip. Do you reckon? <laughs> just the tips. Just the tips. Anyway, next one. I'll go next, just because um, it makes sense chronologically. Uh, mine comes from Cafe Smitter. Mine comes from Cafe Smitter, and it's entitled, What a Load of... Dot, 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 dot. Just because it is made on celluloid doesn't make it a mover. This is a pathetic ripoff of Texas Chainsaw Massacre with a hint of Evil Dead and another bit of natural bone killers. This movie has absolutely no plot, no direction, and not a single bit of sense. It might as well be called Rob Zombie's Freak Show. For me, this is officially the worst film ever made. This movie stunk so bad, I wanted to gorge out my eyeballs and use them to stuff up my nose. I went with, hot, I went with a hardcore horror fan, and they also thought it was a mess. This is the belly button lint of the film industry. It's the gum under the theater chair, the jam between your toes, the discarded black juju beans. Do yourself a favor, avoid at all cost. Who the fuck is rubbing jam between the toes? Who wants to gorge on their eyes? Especially by shimmering up their nose. Of, of, of all the analogies you're gonna pick, why them? And that's obviously why I picked the review because of the analogies, because he doesn't really have much to say, to be honest. I don't think. I do think, do you know what? I'm not going to defend. Obviously, every, every, every bad review I read all, all said this is just a cheap ripoff of Texas. And I get what they're going with. It's a family of killers. Um, but, but, that's, you know, but I think that's where the similarity ends for me. Yeah. I'm going to say, like, most films are heavily inspired by something else anyway. Yeah. So. It's just a reality in life. I don't get the um, natural born killers aspect of it, unless it's just because there's a female killer. I think I think the camera angles in natural born killers are very uh, jaunty and, and it's very displaced. And it's very road trippy kind of yeah, movie. I, I, I can yeah, kind of, right. in terms of stylistic a stylistic point of view, then yeah, maybe natural born killers. Yeah. But yeah, do you know what, Kathy Smitter? I don't agree with you, but I feel where you're coming from. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna let I'm you have it. Let you have it. Okay, so my one star review next. Obviously, normally people get quite pent up about the film, whether it's stupid or makes no sense, or just generally shit, boring, too long, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And we got focused on with Sinister, the whole kind the acting brilliance of it, the mood the scares, all those things that we shouldn't have been sidetracked by. Because this individual, King Wing Wu, really gets down to the nub of Sinister again. Okay? Gets down to the nub and focuses on an issue we really should have been addressing and homing in on when we did our, our last episode. Yeah. I'm not going to read the headline because 
I don't need you because we get straight into it and you'll see where King Wing Wu is going from. Okay. So this film's major hurdle is that the temperature-sensitive 8mm colour or colour film, which needs specific room temperature chemicals that oxide in storage and expire, cannot be purchased in the 21st century or manufactured. It can only be done by Kodiak, which stopped processing it in 2010. As technicians would check, the processed image would have immediately called the authorities and FBI after noticing disturbing images of murder on celluloid. So why have they tried to put this idea on the film? Most likely, they're jumping onto the Japanese horror franchise, The Ring, with a deadly VHS tape. Again, even less likely as not everyone would use videotape and most likely use DVD, Blu-ray or Netflix as they're putting on quite a lot of horrific stuff. Super 8 can be processed in black and white as a monochrome film, which will, will result not colour, colour, but it's easy to do as colour processor requires total darkness as I used to process it myself years ago and it was very difficult as you had to maintain Celsius. Oh my god! I think this. I think this is, is broached this subject in a way that we can all get on board with, and I don't think we dedicated enough time to the correct storage of celluloid film. And to be fair, I feel now now that we've had this review, that we should eliminate Sinister from this week's competition because you're right, we didn't take it seriously enough, oh. and it deserves it and, deserves and, more than that. And also, it wasn't Halloween. And it was Halloween. <laughs> I love the, I love the idea of, I love the idea of Ethan Hawke going into his like, not his rumpus room. What's the American, what's the American equivalent like room, like a, a like the living room? They're dead. Oh, that's yeah. what, he goes rather than being on eight millimeter. He goes to the den and Netflix is just on, and that's every time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you want to watch Family getting run over by lawnmower? <laughs> you may also recommend it to you. Well, I feel educated. I feel, yeah, I feel we've, I think else, I feel we've all learned something. I think, I think that weren't even a bad, a, a one-star bad review. That was something I can take away. And he was not happy though that they were jumping onto the, the uh, franchises like The Ring, which was pre the destruction of celluloid film, and when they you could still get it and use it. Even though that was on VHS tape, but most people use DVD or Netflix, and that got a reference stuff on it anyway. When when the ring came out, we were still using VHS. Yeah, I think we were in that crossover world, weren't we? Yeah, like I think it means, I, yeah. I didn't get DVD till many years later. I think it means just for now. With Sin, by the time Sinister arrived, we wouldn't even be using VHS. I think is the point he was making. It'd be DVD or Netflix. Should we get on with the results? Yes. Yeah, because I mean, tears for fears are fucked off. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Could have showered. They took 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 him. They took in all my bourbons. The bastards. Those bastards. Have you noticed every time someone leaves this house, we're just calling them bastards? The bastards. Because they fuck off with my biscuits every time they leave. <laughs> Bring up my fucking biscuits. Anyway, okay, right. You ready? We're gonna find out who's I'm the ready. winner. I wonder who. Christopher Mercer, I spit on your grades. Thank you.
Thank you. You're not even wooed. You're that, you're that confident of victory. You've just got to be a cuss of fucking one. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Let's be honest. The second you said Halloween, it didn't matter what films we picked. So, you know, you, you fixed this round for yourself. Excuse me. I fixed nothing, bitch. This was just a victory because I, I again I should have gone with H2O. I'm very sorry. I don't know why H2O. I don't even know why it didn't come into my head as a Halloween film. I have I have no idea why. Maybe I was just having an off day. I don't know. I have a lot of off days. Um I'm no, sorry, I've I've just noticed Chris looking at his phone at a movie called Curse of the Chippendales. And if that ain't a horror, I'm going to be about upset. Anyway, gosh, you were so easily sidetracked today. I know, uh, sorry. Yes, anyway. Well done. Well done to me. I'm glad you've won. Would you like to know how you've won, how you've done? I would. Well, I'm going to run through the three films in reverse order, as you do, just with the score, not with the grades, let everyone know where they stand. It's not going to be a shock who came in third place because... It's basically who comes in third place all the time. Either third or, or they might win occasionally. And that's me with House of a Thousand Corpses. And I got a grade C. So I'm going to take that grade C. C's good. I think that's, that's a D, I think that's decent. Yeah. Then obviously Chris was in second with Sinister. Mm -hmm. Also a grade C. And well the done. difference between me and Chris was very, very slight. Ooh. Very slight. Could have gone either way. Um, and then... In first place with yet another A star grade fair. We have Halloween. A star man again. I, 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 knew, I knew coming into this podcast and we're just going to ace it. I knew I were going to. You should have known, really boys. Well. You should have known. No, you have. You've done really well. I'm, I'm you know, I, 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 it's clear to see who's, who's got the. Worst taste, apparently. No, I'm, 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 gonna I'm gonna defend your ear and say, No, that's not true. I think a lot of the times you do pick films that maybe aren't as widely seen as other films. I've seen them I, and I love them. I pick with my heart, fair. I pick with my heart. Oh, uh, no, no, no. I do think, um, and I, I quite like the fact that we're so divided as you know from the person who's got the most wins to the person who's got the least amount of wins. And I'm not I bitter. I don't trust this compliment at all. I don't believe it. No, I don't. No, no it's, it's an actual compliment. No, well done. Thank you. Uh, Halloween, obviously, is we said it, it is probably the greatest Halloween film, and we can't all pick the same film. Yeah. So, although I would never have picked Halloween. I'm, I'm just putting that out there. I'm not saying you took it from me. I'm just saying I wouldn't have picked Halloween. I would have always picked House of a Thousand Corpses. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Anywho, um, that leaves us... Well, next week's show will now be a prime scene investigation. It feels like forever since we've done a prime scene. It has felt a while indeed since we've delved into the deep reaches of prime. We've mixed, mixed results. <laughs> It has to be said. This one. It that scares are, me. 
<laughs> this one that this one that our random generator has coughed out of the depths of Prime is from 2015. Ooh. It is Dead Shadows. Oh. Would you like a brief synopsis to whet your appetite before you dive into the film? I fucking guess. I say brief, but this is, this is about the length of one of our one-star reviews. Okay. Okay, so Dead Shadows. Chris's parents were murdered 11 years before the same day that Haley's comet could be seen from Earth. Tonight, a new comet is going to appear as the night falls. People are becoming disorientated and violent, and it doesn't take long before they start mutating into something else. In a fight for survival, Chris has to try to escape from his building with the help of a gun-toting tenant. Is this basically just Night of the Comet? No, it's Dead Shadows. <laughs> I, I don't think it sounds too bad. No. It's long, 15 minutes. Nice French little horror film. Could be quite fun. Oh, they're French? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's, that's, that's up to my interest a bit. Yeah. Yeah, I think it sounds I think it sounds all right. It is already in my watch list. So that's a bonus. Mind you, every single every film on Amazon's in my watch list. Had. Yeah, Aquarium of the Dead was on your watch list. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I've just realized it's nothing like the Night of the Comet is as well. I've just read the synopsis for Night of the Comet and it's nothing like Night of the Comet. I was very sleepy when I watched Night of the Comet. Anywho. So, yeah, so that, that's what everyone has to look forward to when we come back with the next episode of Prime Scene Investigation. You can find that as well as all our previous episodes on all good podcast providers, including Anchor, Spotify, iTunes and the like. If you want to follow us, you can reach us on Instagram and Twitter at SpitGrades. We are I Spit on Your Grades on Facebook. And should you wish to contact us via email for any reason, you can reach us at electricpossums at gmail.com. And please don't forget the rate, review and subscribe because every little does help. So thank you. We got a really nice review and a comment from one of our followers the other day. One of our latest followers who downloaded six episodes of the podcast to check out and dive through. To be fair, that's, that's, that's a big chunk. That's having a lot of faith. This is a podcast that's going to work for you to download six episodes of it. Here's hoping you like them. Yeah, six of the earlier episodes as well, I'm going to guess. You know, before we actually got into a strike. <laughs> before we've got... <laughs> be fair, the, <laughs> there's no way to tell in the production value between episode one and episode 101. Saying that, we are, we'll have to see if we can do something and actually maybe have some kind of production value for episode 100, which is creeping up on us incredibly closely. So that's a thought as well. If anyone has any ideas over what we should do to celebrate episode 100, which is coming up, I believe, in about 14, 16 episodes, so tearing along, then let us know, at us, and tell us what we should do. Not that we don't have any ideas whatsoever. We're full of ideas, but overflowing with well, episode 100 ideas we're so we're so over, cups runneth over. Yeah, we're so overflowing we need to narrow it down we need to focus the listeners to help us 
narrow down what the best idea should be. That's what it is. That's indeed it. So yeah, please let us know. Nothing more to be said, I guess then. Nothing more to cover, nothing more to do. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to check out the Prime Scene film before you listen to the episode next time because it, now that I know it's French, it actually could be good. So we'll see. Um, yeah. See you then. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Fair. Thanks for our outro. Bye. Yeah, bye, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>